Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. I've told you in the past that I'm a regular plasma donor. I believe giving blood, whether it's whole blood, plasma, platelets, is a pretty easy thing for us to do. And that's why I'm interested in the work that's being done at UBC. Researchers believe they can use enzymes in our gut to change blood into the universally usable type O. Stephen Withers, professor of chemistry and biochemistry, Department of Chemistry at the University of British Columbia, joins us today. Hello, Professor Withers. Hello there. Very interesting research that I want to find out more about. First of all, for people who aren't even sure what type of blood they are, why is O such an important type to have? Yeah, well, the reason is that A, B, and O blood are very, very similar. The red blood cells therein are very, very similar, but they differ in one key aspect, is that A-type blood and B-type blood have an additional uh, sugar structure on their surface, and we call these sugar structures antigens. Uh, These antigens, if if we don't uh, infuse the blood with the correct antigen on there, we can get some very nasty responses occurring. So what we've developed is ways to remove these very specific antigens from the surface, thereby converting A to O, or separately, one should be able to convert B to O. So A and B have the antigens, O doesn't, so O is that universal one that if you need it for a transfusion or for any kind of a donation, it would work in anyone's blood. Absolutely, that's correct. So we essentially turn A and ultimately B, though we've not worked on that so much, into O. And how are you doing that then? Let's focus on what you've done with A. Okay, so what we've done with A is we knew that the difference between A and O was this single, very specific sugar structure on the surface of the red blood cell. We also knew that this sugar is present on the gut wall, on the lining of our gut wall. And so we sort of rationalized that the bacteria which exist within our gut, and you've probably heard about the human gut microbiome, but the bacteria in there would probably have evolved enzymes to cut that sugar off to get food for themselves, literally. And so what we did was screen a whole bunch of bacteria from the human gut and look for and ultimately find an enzyme that does that. Then we took that uh, enzyme and tested it on, on human blood, and indeed it worked. All right, so let's think of this in practical purposes. So I am a type A. What do you do then to make sure that I can donate a type O blood? Are you, are you taking that enzyme from my gut? And how, how does this work in practical terms, do you see? No, so in practical terms, what we can do is we take the... What we've done is to identify the gene, the, the information that encodes that enzyme from the... Uh, from a a gut enzyme and now we lift that into a bacterium that we can grow in the lab very readily and we use that bacterium as a little factory to make the enzyme and so we then purify that enzyme up and would be able to make that available or ultimately some commercial venture would make that available so the process likely would be if everything proves to be safe that when an A-type person donates their blood, this enzyme might be added to the bag to change that A to O, and then the standard purification protocols or the standard treatment uh, procedures that are used for donation will be applied to that material 
generating O-type blood. That is so cool then, because we know that oftentimes we have blood drives, and especially if you are a type O, because then it's going to go further and help more people. So ultimately, do you think we could see this in, in the near future then? Well, it, it has to go through many safety yeah. trials. What we've done so far is to show that in the lab that we can indeed convert A to O according to the criteria used routinely by the Canadian Blood Services. But what has to be shown is that we didn't inadvertently cause any other changes to, uh, to the red blood cells, which would not show up in that test. So we've got to go through more safety tests in the lab, and then once that looks good, assuming that looks good, it would move on to some human clinical trials. And I would see, I mean, I would hope that we might be able to be into humans in testing within a couple of years, and then I don't know how long it would take beyond that. So promising. Very interesting. Stephen, thanks so much for telling us about your research. You're very welcome. Stephen Withers, Professor of Chemistry and Biochemistry at the University of British Columbia.